welcome to the new All Invited Holiness Online Church Ministries. You and I are on the cusp of this new year of 2019. Why is New Year's new? (laughs) No one has ever experienced what they are about to in the next 365 days. Maybe similar experiences or deja vu moments, but these are not 2019 events we are about to see unfold. Holiness is the flagstone of our name here, and it represents what the Holy Spirit does within our lives to enliven us, to give us the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of love that came down this past Christmas that we even celebrated. And as we saw that He came before, He's coming again. And we need to be ready, and we need to be prepared. And so if we look at what Jesus did for us, at Calvary. We look at what he gave of himself, came down from heaven, came off the throne into that stinky old stable, and he gave us the creation that we have in our lives of the Holy Spirit of love, the spirit of adoption, the spirit of Christ. He was with, around, on, about. He enabled, he helped, he encouraged people in the past But now he came to indwell in us through his Holy Spirit. In fact, Jesus, his name, Emmanuel, means God with us. How's that happen? Well, through faith in the past it happened. We looked at uh, faith of uh, of various characters of Christmas, the faith of Zacharias, uh, and how he wasn't fallible. Uh, He was uh, obedient to God, but he didn't have the faith that he needed. In fact, he was shut up. He doubted the angel of the, of the Lord with his human reasoning versus faith. He had excuses. How can it happen? We are too old, he said. And that's an amazing thing because it doesn't matter how old or how young you are. God's hand is not too short. With God, nothing is impossible. Faith extends to past human reasoning and only requires obedience. Faith walk. Old Zacharias, he was dumbstruck. However, he stayed obedient. And the faith of Elizabeth shone uh, when she walked in righteousness. She supported her husband. And as she proclaimed Mary to be blessed among other women uh, and, and how God had chosen Mary for this service of God, she continued to be faithful to God. Look at the faithful of their son, uh, John, the faithfulness of, of him as he prepared the way of Christ. He was the forerunner of Christ. In fact, he even leapt in the womb at the sound of Mary because of Jesus' presence. Until his appointed time and calling and ministry, he became self-deniant. He denied himself. He ate honey and locusts. He dressed in camel skins. He was courageous. He was obedient. He was a powerful teacher. He focused on repentance, on humility, He lived a life of holiness before the empowerment of holiness came from the inside out. He had a burning zeal. 
He did no miracles, but he pointed to the author of miracles, and he was honored by Christ, who said he felt uh, he, John did unworthy to unlatch Jesus' handles, sandals. But Jesus said, go ahead. And the Holy Spirit was on him, in him as needed, even from the womb. Obedience is something that faith reveals. The obedience of Joseph. He obeyed God even in public disgrace. He was engaged to Mary and he was the proper gentleman and he would have and he could have had her stoned to death if he was a, a, a humanistic type of person. But he was just. He was a man that found good judgment and mercy and grace in God himself. He even named his stepson Jesus as the angel said. He was the great stepfather. He raised Jesus as his own, and with skills of, of a carpenter, the family business, a stonemason, whatever that the family was involved in, Jesus became involved in that. He kept his family safe uh, as he heeded the message from God uh, to flee to Egypt. Joseph was very faithful to his duty as a dad. We also see that, uh, that the obedience of Mary was one of servitude. She was hailed by Gabriel. She feared and was troubled, but was calmed with the statement of fear not. She questioned, how is it to be? Not in a doubting form like Zach. <laughs> As Zach said, how can it be? She said, how is it to be? She was submissive. She was a servant to God and humble, not proud. Be it unto me, she said, as you would. She had a clean heart and she was pure before God. Yet still, she was a sinner needing to be saved by the grace of Jesus. Romans 3.23, we all know, if you remember the scripture that says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All, and that includes you and me. And will also, like us, be judged before God in her heart intentions and how she applied her faith. She applied her experiences and pondered them in her heart. Was, that was at the cross and transferred then to John's responsibility of care there by Jesus. She delivered her praise as the well-known Magnificat in Luke 1, 46 through 55. And then we see the obedience of Jesus, the role model that personally enables us to model him. Isaiah 53, 2 and 52, 14, Micah 5, 2 and further verses, Zechariah 3, Jesus in Joshua type. Many, more, many other scriptures embody the obedience of Jesus. He was 100% man and 100% God. He was the world's only 200% person. His love was shown in his obedience to God as he gave of his full self of who he was on the cross. He was a servant leader. How many of us are ready and willing to lead by servitude? Or are we going to stand up and say, I am requiring this from you or that from you? No, he put God's will over his own will in the Garden of Gethsemane. As he said, not my will, but thine. He exchanged heaven for a fallen world, a stable, a prison, a cross, lepers, lame, blind, dumb. He knew the results of being fallen in Matthew 5, 17. 
and provided Jeremiah 31, 33, an escape opening for us via his own life. He knew his mission from God, and he stayed the course. He was and he is totally victorious, as he said on the cross, to telestai, it is finished or accomplished. In fact, that was a, 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 a term of accountants. It's finished. The books are closed. All is paid in full. You don't have to worry about it anymore. The resurrection came after that. And that presents us with the idea that this new 19, uh, or nine, uh, 2019 year, it's a year of unknown openings. It's a year that we can portray and give love, faith, and obedient service. It's a year that ties us, just like all of these groups that I mentioned, to the God of great joy. And here's the kicker. Are we ready to be living models, to be empowered because of Christmas? Remember Scrooge? Are we trusting enough to put our faith in the only chance for redemption that lovingly came to us? Are we trusting that much so that we can be encompassed by the love of God? Are we ready to be tied and linked up with the plan of God to offer us His Sonship? In fact, there was a, a father who asked his son, Son, what did you learn in Sunday school this morning? The boy came back and he said, We learned how Moses went behind the enemy lines to rescue the Jews from the Egyptians. He ordered the engineers to build a pontoon bridge. After the people crossed, he sent bombers back to blow up the bridge and the Egyptian tanks that were following them. And then the father interrupted, Did your teacher really tell it like that? The son said, no, but if I told you what he said, you would never believe it. You see, the emphatic sense of God wanting us to be faithful to him is given by that promise of his Holy Spirit. Holiness is a lifestyle of living empowered and enabled by the chief enabler, Jesus Christ himself, through his spirit indwelling in our hearts. He gave this implanted seed into our hearts, the word, and he gave it time to grow. We don't know the time that we have left to choose or continue to deny and receive a stony heart or to ponder its deep meanings. If so, it is as available as a choice to repent from the life of sinfulness and follow a path of wonders, joy, miracles by being a host for the Spirit of Christ, His Holy Spirit, and saying yes right now to a life of liberty in Him. The choice is repent or the choice is reject. We need to make sure that we don't reject Him this new year. This is a new year. It's ready and time for a new life. Let's live that life empowered by asking His Holy Spirit to reside and stay, be renewed, be revived, and live within us so that we can be servant leaders as Christ was.
Holiness is the flagstone of our name here, and it represents what the Holy Spirit does within our lives to enliven us, to give us the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of love that came down this past Christmas that we even celebrated. And as we saw that He came before, He's coming again. And we need to be ready, and we need to be prepared. And so if we look at what Jesus did for us at Calvary, we look at what He gave of Himself, came down from heaven, came off the throne into that stinky old stable, and He gave us the creation that we have in our lives of the Holy Spirit of love, the Spirit of adoption, the Spirit of Christ. He was with, around, on, about. He enabled, He helped, He encouraged people in the past. But now He came to indwell in us through His Holy Spirit. In fact, Jesus, His name, Emmanuel, means God with us. How does that happen? Well, through faith in the past it happened. We looked at uh, faith of uh, various characters of Christmas, the faith of Zacharias, uh, and how he wasn't fallible. Uh, He was obedient to God, but he didn't have the faith that he needed. In fact, he was shut up. He doubted the angel of of the Lord with his human reasoning versus faith. He had excuses. How can it happen? We are too old, he said. That's an amazing thing because it doesn't matter how old or how young you are. God's hand is not too short. With God, nothing is impossible. Faith extends to past human reasoning and only requires obedience. Faith walk. Old Zacharias, he was dumbstruck. However, he stayed obedient. And the faith of Elizabeth shone uh, when she walked in righteousness. She supported her husband. And as she proclaimed Mary to be blessed among other women uh, and, and how God had chosen Mary for this service of God, she continued to be faithful to God. Look at the faithful of their son, uh, John, the faithfulness of, of him as he prepared the way of Christ. He was the forerunner of Christ. In fact, he even leapt in the womb at the sound of Mary because of Jesus' presence. Until his appointed time and calling and ministry, he became self-deniant. He denied himself. He ate honey and locusts. He dressed in camel skins. He was courageous. He was obedient. He was a powerful teacher. He focused on repentance, on humility, He lived a life of holiness before the empowerment of holiness came from the inside out. He had a burning zeal. He did no miracles, but he pointed to the author of miracles, and he was honored by Christ, who said he felt uh, John did unworthy to unlatch Jesus' sandals. But Jesus said, go ahead. And the Holy Spirit was on him, in him as needed, even from the womb. Obedience is something that faith reveals. The obedience of Joseph. He obeyed God even in public disgrace. He was engaged to Mary and he was the proper gentleman and he would have and he could have had her stoned to death if he was a, a, a humanistic type of person. but he was just. He was a man that found good judgment and mercy and grace in God himself. He even named his stepson Jesus as the angel said. He was the great stepfather. 
he raised Jesus as his own, and with skills of, of a carpenter, the family business, a stonemason, whatever that the family was involved in, Jesus became involved in that. He kept his family safe uh, as he heeded the message from God uh, to flee to Egypt. Joseph was very faithful to his duty as a dad. We also see that, uh, that the obedience of Mary was one of servitude. She was hailed by Gabriel. She feared and was troubled, but was calmed with the statement of fear not. She questioned, how is it to be? Not in a doubting form like Zach. <laughs> As Zach said, how can it be? She said, how is it to be? She was submissive. She was a servant to God and humble, not proud. Be it unto me, she said, as you would. She had a clean heart and she was pure before God. Yet still, she was a sinner needing to be saved by the grace of Jesus. Romans 3.23, we all know, if you remember the scripture that says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All, and that includes you and me. And will also, like us, be judged before God in her heart intentions and how she applied her faith. She applied her experiences and pondered them in her heart. Was That was at the cross and transferred then to John's responsibility of care there by Jesus. She delivered her praise as the well-known Magnificat in Luke 1, 46-55. And then we see the obedience of Jesus, the role model that personally enables us to model him. Isaiah 53, 2 and 52, 14, Micah 5, 2 and further verses, Zechariah 3, Jesus in Joshua type. Many, more, many other scriptures embody the obedience of Jesus. He was 100% man and 100% God. He was the world's only 200% person. His love was shown in his obedience to God as he gave of his full self of who he was on the cross. He was a servant leader. How many of us are ready and willing to lead by servitude? Or are we going to stand up and say, I am requiring this from you or that from you? No, he put God's will over his own will in the Garden of Gethsemane, as he said, not my will, but thine. He exchanged heaven for a fallen world, a stable, a prison, a cross, lepers, lame, blind, dumb. He knew the results of being fallen in Matthew 5, 17, and provided, Jeremiah 31, 33, an escape opening for us via his own life. He knew his mission from God, and he stayed the course. He was and he is totally victorious, as he said on the cross, to telestai, it is finished or accomplished. In fact, that was a, 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 a term of accountants. It's finished. The books are closed. All is paid in full. You don't have to worry about it anymore. The resurrection came after that. And that presents us with the idea that this new 19, uh, or uh, 2019 year, it's a year of unknown openings. It's a year that we can portray and give love, faith, and obedient service. 
It's a year that ties us, just like all of these groups that I mentioned, to the God of great joy. And here's the kicker. Are we ready to be living models, to be empowered? Because of Christmas, remember Scrooge? Are we trusting enough to put our faith in the only chance for redemption that lovingly came to us? Are we trusting that much so that we can be encompassed by the love of God? Are we ready to be tied and linked up with the plan of God to offer us His sonship? In fact, there was a a father who asked his son, Son, what did you learn in Sunday school this morning? The boy came back and he said, We learned how Moses went behind the enemy lines to rescue the Jews from the Egyptians. He ordered the engineers to build a pontoon bridge. After the people crossed, he sent bombers back to blow up the bridge and the Egyptian tanks that were following them. And then the father interrupted, Did your teacher really tell it like that? The son said, no, but if I told you what he said, you would never believe it. You see, the emphatic sense of God wanting us to be faithful to him is given by that promise of his Holy Spirit. Holiness is a lifestyle of living empowered and enabled by the chief enabler, Jesus Christ himself, through his spirit indwelling in our hearts. He gave this implanted seed into our hearts, the word, and he gave it time to grow. We don't know the time that we have left to choose or continue to deny and receive a stony heart or to ponder its deep meanings. If so, it is as available as a choice to repent from the life of sinfulness and follow a path of wonders, joy, miracles by being a host for the Spirit of Christ, His Holy Spirit, and saying yes right now to a life of liberty in Him. The choice is repent or the choice is reject. We need to make sure that we don't reject Him this new year. This is a new year. It's ready and time for a new life. Let's live that life empowered by asking His Holy Spirit to reside and stay, be renewed, be revived, and live within us so that we can be servant leaders as Christ was.